Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, what's happening, everybody? I'm Larry Roberts. And I'm Sarah Lucy, and this is Branded, your comprehensive guide to creative branding. And on this episode of the podcast, we have an amazing guest with us today. Christina Barcy is the CEO and founder of, and see, I'm not, is it French? Avant House? Avant House? Avant House. We don't trust Larry for any pronunciations ever since the Sarif uh, debacle. But it is. It's sans serif. <laughs> That's the font. It's sans serif. It means it's, no foot, no footies on the serif, font. It's But yes, Avant yeah. House Media is uh, Barcy's <laughs> brand, and she is a creator with purpose. She helps brands build their companies through uh, branded podcasts, which is something that we do as well. So we're really excited to get her take on some of the same topics and talk about how we can use these branded podcasts to grow our brands and grow our businesses. So thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Hi, everyone. Hi, listeners. (laughs) (laughs) So Christina, we're going to start the podcast off a way that we love to start every podcast that we have a guest on. And we'd like for you to just take a moment and tell us a little something about yourself. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> tell we just, okay. We just recorded a whole episode on how much we hate when hosts start with tell us about yourself. It's such an open-ended question, first of all. It is. Do you agree that it's terrible? That? <laughs> I agree that it's terrible and that it gives me no direction. Yep. Sorry, puts- Larry. <laughs> oh, no, I, I, exactly. That, that's the whole point of our episode that we did about it, it, especially when it came to guesting on podcasts, because it doesn't. It gives you no direction. It gives the audience no context. It shows that we were fairly irresponsible as hosts, and we didn't do our own homework in preparation for you to join us. So I did uh, homework. I introduced you, and I think I nailed it. I think you, you did, did a good job. And you also both know me. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that helps. That helps. That <laughs> doesn't helps. hurt you. So you could ask a more tailored question, um, but you you know it's the morning, so I understand. It's fine. We, I can create my own question because this is I do this <laughs> shit all day long for a living. <laughs> we will definitely ask a more tailored question, starting with why is podcasting the media that you focus on for building brands? Oh man, okay. This is an interesting question based on our conversation we just had about tell me about yourself, because it's hard to answer that without telling you about myself and about my life and how I ended up doing. We want to hear about you. We just hate the question. Yes, I understand. So, (laughs) (laughs) so here's the abridged version. I I was an actor before and I was not, um, I was hitting some walls in terms of, you know, speaking of business, speaking of brand, I wasn't feeling, um, seen in the way that the industry was branding me. So um, I very much was like, nope, I, I don't think I can, I, I can do this because it's not, it's not feeling authentic. 
And this was back in um, like 2012. And so I, I thought, well, what can I do? And podcasting was happening, but people didn't really know about it, including me at that time. And so I just started writing and, um, you know, web series were becoming popular. And I was like, maybe I'll do that. I don't know how, but something I just need to, I need more control of my creative life and my own brand, which I didn't have developed either at that time. So I discovered podcasting because someone presented an opportunity to me to do that and fell in love with it and discovered myself and my own brand and my own creative passion. And that all of this freedom came from the, that medium that I saw the application for it in anything and everything that anyone might ever want to create because it's so accessible. And for the most part, it depends on you know if you actually have digital access. But if you do, for most people, for a lot of people, I should say, it's one of the easiest mediums to jump into. And that's how it all started for me. That It really comes back to that inspiration of being able to be really creative with how you want to tell your brand story, how you want to tell your, you know, fictional story, whatever it happens to be. It's such an amazing story medium. And if we're circling back to just, you know, businesses and brands themselves, it's become a very useful tool that now has all of these ways that people have come up with how to leverage it, where I felt like I was trying to like explain this to people, you know, years ago, like this is what you can do with it. And now it's like everyone kind of knows and it's a lot simpler of a conversation, usually with a client or someone who's coming on wanting to test it out. Um, and we can kind of have a starting place with that. And it's more about goals and alignment at that point for for the way I would work with someone. But um, yeah, there's, there's so much um, freedom in it. I think we forget that sometimes. So I bring that back because when I when I do speak, a lot of the questions are around those rules. Like, what do I do? Yes or no to this? How long should it be? What are the rules? And I'm like, who cares? <laughs> Fuck the rules, man. Like, just do oh, Christina, what makes the most sense. We have a rule here. We can't say the F word. We don't. Cut, that's a no. already broke that rule. <laughs> I there have are no rules. <laughs> but there are no rules. And so I am always trying to push that a little bit with people who are trying to, you know, create something new. No, I love that. And I actually miss that because when I started podcasting back in 2014, my first show was a comedy podcast and it literally had no rules. We went okay. all over the spectrum with this comedy podcast and actually it, it ended <laughs> up doing extremely well. I mean, we took it to a live stage show. It became an open mic here in Dallas and it was just an amazing experience, but we literally had no rules so much so that our very first episode me and my co-host, Jamie, we listened back to it and we went, dude, we can't put this out there. <laughs> there was no way we could put that out for public consumption. So we ended up not doing it, but we still went at it with a, a fairly no rules approach. And it was so much fun. And we found so much success in that podcast. Now, fast um, forward nearly 10 years later. And because I'm so in, engrossed in the community and in the industry, I find myself working within some confines. I do try to follow set rules and set links of episodes and set, you know, my microphone has to do this. My camera has to be that. And I have to speak this way and I can't make that mistake. And we have to edit. It's crazy. And it, it removes so much of the creative process and it, it, it actually removes a lot of the fun. 
Yeah. Yeah. And you know, that's a great point. And, and to say, I'm listening to you and, and we have all those guidelines too, right? Like meaning we at Avant House Media, but what I try to do when I'm working with some is layer those in over time so that they, like, I kind of want them to have that freedom of expression and not worry about the rules. Like, let me worry about the rules when they become necessary to bring in. And that's so much harder to do when we're by ourselves because we don't have anyone holding that space for us. And that's true of any any creative process. It's 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 either you're open to having no rules and just kind of, you know, experimenting or, and that's what you're doing, or you're trying to, you know, fit something into a medium that has a lot of guidelines and you're like, okay, I need to do this right because fill in all the blanks that we think we need to be right all the time. <laughs> it's interesting though, because who is even setting these rules? Like I hear Larry exactly. talk about, oh, I have to do this. Oh, I have to do that. And I'm just like, why says who <laughs> like he but that's good that there's someone like you asking why yeah and right? it was also good that he all kind of come up came up with some of these rules because they helped me to stay right. a little more on track i know we're talking about you like you're not right here. i didn't i didn't make these <laughs> up these aren't rules that i just i go you know what this like is these are rules. yeah you, I feel like some of them, like I've never heard them from anyone but you. <laughs> so what and, are they? Okay. What are the yeah, Larry I need, rules? I got, I, yeah, what is a Larry rule? I need to hear this now. Like, okay. So you spent like hundreds of dollars on a camera so that it would look like you're just sitting in front of someone and not behind a screen. And I'm not doing that. I spent $100 on a webcam because you told me I had to buy something. And is your audio, fan? I mean, your, your visual fantastic? Yes. But does, do I care enough to duplicate it? No. Like you have. Is that a Larry rule or a Larry preference? That's a Larry preference. That's not even a rule because we still have the podcast. We still record every week. We still release episodes. And in all honesty, you did take it and upped your game a bit because you have that amazing wall behind you that you painted, that you were inspired on your own. So you're trying to blame me for looking good. And I, I get so tired of carrying this show for being the best looking one on, on screen. Yeah. This is so hard. He's the it's beauty. I'm the brains. <laughs> it's hard so to carry good. that weight on your shoulders. I it know. is. It, it is. I'm telling <laughs> I'll you. I'll send Especially... you some Advil. Thank you. So oh. anyway. <laughs> Since you two seem to agree that there are rules, what are they? I call them guidelines because okay. they're meant to be considered rather than followed. <laughs> Fair. I like that. And I say that because you, there's infinite ways to create anything. And so if you have a guidebook for this over here, it's not always going to, not every item on that, in that guidebook is going to be applicable to someone else. The way I approach every client in my roster is, is different. For example, Larry, you were bringing up, you know, these people that are doing really well in podcasting and they're, you know, they kind of have this set way of sounding number one. As soon as that starts happening, that is a number one red flag to start breaking the pattern because you're going to blend in, right? Mm -hmm. So if you are noticing that, I immediately go, okay, like what can I take that's working and make it unique, right? So that's kind of how I think is um, a, a in, an intentional way to work within things that you see that are working for other people and then coming back to like what is it working for you and who are you and what is your why and what is all of that because and i know i know you guys do that as well because it it's the core of everything um coming back to like what are we doing this for and what am i bringing to the table that is different than you know 
whoever we're listening to that's doing well, we don't know their entire process. We don't know their whole story. We don't know how they got to that format. That's the other reason why you know, starting to compare in those ways, I think is um, a little, dare I say, dangerous because it, it can sink your show. It can sink your inspiration. It can throw you into major imposter syndrome. It can make you think you're unsuccessful when you are. And I've seen that happen with clients too, where they're like, we're not doing well. And you know, these are what we're comparing ourselves to. And it's like apples to oranges. It's like, why are, are you comparing yourself to that show? That or is these Mary's shows? favorite saying. It's, what, it's, comparing? No, apples to oranges. Oh, apples. To <laughs> okay. Because I'm sitting here thinking um, paranoia, but yeah, we actually have an episode where I went off on a on a tangent <laughs> about apples to oranges. So it's an annoying phrase. Yeah, I know. So it's Ferraris to Toyotas, I guess. Um, <laughs> oh, there you go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. That's cool. But yeah, so I, I think that I, I mean it's hard to say what those rules are, but a lot of the questions I ask that are asked of me, what what are the rules when people are trying to figure that out, is usually how long should my show be. Um, that's a big one that's always asked, even if we're not talking about anything related to that, someone will ask that. Um, the the downloads, right? Like what what do I need to make money? Um, that's always a big one. Like what are the guidelines? What are the rules so I can get to that outcome? Which to me, again, is like an interesting question because we're losing track of why we're doing this once again if we're focused on that too much. Um, but of course we need to make money. That's part of life. <laughs> so I understand that that's important to people, but unfortunately podcasting is not designed to be a cash, cash flow machine. It's meant to complement other, um, efforts you're already making in that area. And then it can become and grow into something that complements that better is probably the best way to, to say that. Um, yeah. So if, podcasting itself doesn't make people money, which is totally news for us. We, we thought we were rich. Um, how <laughs> that's how good. Though. If you feel it, rich, great. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Uh, if it's not, if podcasting is not meant to make you money, how can it be used for businesses? Like how can it be used to, um, affect like the bottom line of your business? Practical reasons why it works well for a business you get to really dig in deep to that purpose and why that I was just sharing about. So it's an opportunity to take everything that you are actionably doing in your business and then spend time discussing, you know, the intentions behind those things. That's one version, right. Of, of doing that or really digging in like on this show where it's like, here's what the things are. Let's talk about why they're important. That's another thing. It's like feeling if you're filling in the blanks, and you're finding space for um, having a conversation with the people that you would like to know you. And I say it that way because it's who knows you, right? It's it's us trying to be in front of the world in a way that they're starting to understand who we are as businesses, as humans, and it brings in that human quality. Marketing has also changed quite a bit, right? It's not this hard sell anymore. No one's really responsive to that any longer. So podcasting is a really lovely content marketing strategy. If you want to think of it that way as just a marketing strategy, it's something that really warms up everyone to you and your brand and your intentions and your purpose. And, and people fall in love with that. And 
when that's where the engagement becomes really high, which is also why podcasting is a nice medium versus when you are watching YouTube even. I know it's a popular platform and it's a useful one and can um, also be paired with podcasting, right? Video. But there's something different that occurs when we interact with something on video that feels more distant as a as an interaction versus someone who's listening to an intimate conversation that's happening inside your earbuds or while you're living your life. Something about the spatial relationship that happens in your life as a listener when you're spending time with these podcast hosts and guests that transforms the way you feel about them. So there's some like brain science and subconscious stuff going on that is actually really interesting and I think is the real sort of buy-in. It's how podcasts make us feel that gives us uh, an edge on some of the other marketing strategies out there as well. So I love that about it. The people that listen to my show are like diehards, right? Like if I ever run into them, they're like, oh my God, you're just like you are in person and it's amazing. And I tell everyone about your show and it's the one that I, you know, whatever people say that, you know, are the hardcore listeners, but that's true across all, all, all podcasts that stick with it and really, really lean into their intentionalities. And here's the other reason why I don't think people talk about enough. Podcasting helps your business become a better business because you're, you're spending so much time figuring out what those intentions are and what those purposes are behind the things that you're doing. And you're becoming more and more authentic. You're peeling away your layers over time as a human being and as a business leader that you're going to show up in your business totally different, even just a couple years in, if you're doing that kind of work inside your show. And it really kind of elevates your ability to show up as a better leader as well. And that's something I'm noticing that is really lovely to see in my clients, in myself as well. And it's a very much a self-development process too that I don't think we talk about very much. It's kind of cool that you point that out because as I'm sitting here and you're, you're telling us your backstory and your approach to podcasting, it leads me to look at my experience over the last several years and how I've developed in a variety of different ways, as a podcaster, as an entrepreneur, as a speaker, and podcasting has right. touched my life in every one of these arenas. And you know, I've been doing it almost 10 years. So it takes time for that to evolve and for you to really start seeing a significant return on influence from your podcast. You know, you mentioned everybody's wanting to make money from their podcast and other than branded, it's just typically podcasts aren't money generating uh, experiences. But over time, you get that return on the influence itself. And that influence is what in turn starts generating that money that you're looking for. But mm -hmm. it, it, it's such a journey. And even as you were sitting there talking, I'm sitting here going, hmm, let's evaluate the way Sarah and I are doing branded. You know, mm -hmm. we come on here and the conversations we have on Branded, what are we, 14, 15 episodes in? Something like that. They're much more structured than a conversation that you're going to hear when we're hanging out at a conference or we're working together on a project or whatever it may be. And you have me sitting here going, hmm, maybe we should pull back some of these layers. Maybe we should get rid of some of these Larry rules and just, yeah, yeah, I'm feeling attacked, but no, not really. But maybe we should peel these back and start having the conversations like we have in, in real life. But at the same time, 
adding in those 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 value uh, components that we bring into each and every episode as well. So I, I think that's interesting because we sit here and there's definitely times, a lot of times, when we hit that record <laughs> button and we just can't make it happen. It's yeah. just it, she's off point. I'm off point. We were clashing. We, we it, there's just it's not a conversation. It's mm. a structured exchange of words. And many, many times that structure's just not there. We have to go, all right, well, we just ruined that episode. Let's try again tomorrow. That's so, so interesting. I yeah. just wonder if we peeled that back and really tapped into our authentic conversations and presented those as our podcast. If we as creators wouldn't have an easier time and potentially audiences would get more insight because when they see us, we even talk about, we have our conference personas. Yeah. So maybe we could have our real personas more so on the podcast, and then we could actually have our real personas at the conferences too. So it's kind of interesting to hear you talking that way. And it's really kind of ringing home uh, for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know, it, I thank you for sharing all of that because just that in itself helps the transparency helps that you're already that in itself. It's doing that, right. It's like yeah. letting down the, the, the veil for a moment to talk about the, the reality that we all put on these personas when we step into certain arenas and, you know, we all do that and you, we'll probably continue to do it forever. And at to some degree, sure. And sure. the goal is to just make the veil thinner, I suppose, and to try to show up more, um, consistently throughout in spaces where it makes sense to do so. And, um, I, I will say that like what comes with that is always letting go of the people pleasing part and wanting to be, you know, we all want to be seen and heard and loved. And that becomes, um, tested when we start to reveal more of our true ourselves and when we show up messy, right. Or when we show up, in the moment that we're actually experiencing and, you know, all of that. And so it's, it's an interesting, I've been experimenting with that myself, which is um, part of my job, I suppose, because I have to help other people to step into that. So if I'm not stepping into that, like I can constantly having to question myself, like what, yeah. what, what more can I let go of in, in terms of my own layer? And am I going to be okay with that? And it's these little increments and, Sometimes I am worried about it and going, oh, that may have rubbed someone the wrong way, but mm, sorry, <laughs> like this is this is what's happening. So yeah. you know, I love that there's... you say that you do it because it's your job. So you kind of have to like that's my whole experience with like podcasting and podcast guesting. I was always in the back. I was like coordinating opportunities and and all of this stuff. So. I, when I launched my company to help people guest on podcasts, that's when mm -hmm. I realized like I need to actually start guesting on podcasts, but I also hated doing it. I was not <laughs> comfortable behind a mic. I was not comfortable on camera. And I'm like, I know what I'm talking about, but like, can you just do as I say, not as I do? Cause I don't want to <laughs> do it. So I ended up forcing myself to start podcast guesting because that's what I'm talking to people about doing. I have to do it. And thankfully doing it for a while, I started to like it. And now I host the podcast and I love what I do, but it took a while and it took a while of just showing up because I have to, and because it's my job before mm -hmm. I got to the point where I like doing this. That's a wonderful point. Yeah. And it's, it's all a process. 
I mean, that's a process too. And it's figuring out if the first steps are, you know, intentional and worth it. And if the next step is intentional and worth it, and then we keep walking forward and eventually you're, you know, you're a few steps ahead than you were yesterday and yeah. yeah and you grow into it. So I didn't know that. So that, that's a fun fact <laughs> that I didn't know about you, Sarah. Yeah. What, what would you tell somebody? Cause you talked a lot about authenticity and your whole kind of slogan is uh, creating with purpose. What would you tell a client or a prospective client who wants to get into into podcasting, but isn't sure or isn't comfortable really being authentic in that media. So I'm also a creativity coach and you end up getting a lot of exercises from me. <laughs> if, if I think you can potentially do it, if you, if, if you're just not ready, then we're not going to work together. Like it's better for you to, to keep figuring out what you need to do next. And we're probably not the best fit. So that's, um, that's the truth of it. We, I usually do um, a little call to see if someone is open with me on the phone and can talk to me from a place that um, has the components that I know I can work with through that beginning stage so that that beginning stage isn't our whole process because that can get really long and that's not what they're paying for. That's not really what they're showing up for. Um, and that's happened before where, where we've had to move on or um, or I may suggest just consulting rather than starting the show so that we can spend a lot of time getting through their fears. And I've done that before with some clients that end up launching something different sometimes, and they make a lot of realizations during that. So it's really having that emotional intelligence of knowing where someone is truly at and what tool they need. Um, you know, do they need more time? And are they really stuck in their fear and not wanting to talk about the thing that they really want to talk about? You know, that's happened. That happens all the time. They're like, I want a podcast. And they tell me this whole story about their life. And then their podcast is not about that. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a second. You want to talk about your cats on your show, but you have this whole experience with this trauma that you feel needs to be expressed, but you don't want to talk about that at all. Okay. Wait a minute. <laughs> at what point do you turn into a therapist? Oh, pretty, pretty early on. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So there is a fine line sometimes between um, coaching and feeling like a therapist. And, uh, you know, I tend to attract people that need a safe space. So there's something to say for that, that, that just happens. And that grows over time too. learning, you know, who shows up and what kind of boundaries I need and, and things like that too. So that is part of my process as well. And probably every human's process <laughs> as we build relationships. So yeah, there is an aspect of that, but I mean, how I work with people is probably pretty unique because of the coaching that gets layered in that they may or may not, you know, sign up for, but it, it helps. And I understand the creative process really well. And truly that's what you're engaging in. And that's what brings up a lot of fear for people. And that's what needs a little more understanding, understanding how that process works and that that is a long-term strategy that will have these parts of the of the feelings, right? Like really scary at first, you have to just do it anyway. And then getting to the next stage and then feeling really good. And then you're going to hit another hurdle because you're growing again. And it's all of these things. It's very much like a business. Business is like a creative process too. Circling back to like why they pair really well together. 
it's almost the same in so many ways in how you build each one. Um, so that's, that's always interesting too, but yeah, that's, I don't know if I answered your question well, but it's, it's really about figuring out where they're at and sometimes they're not ready. <laughs> yeah. What would be the ideal, I know we're getting towards the end of the episode, but I, I, I want you to just like really quick, what is the ideal podcaster who is, when it comes to podcasting for a business or podcasting to grow your brand, what would you say are either like the personality or the traits or um, like the attitudes of someone who would just really make the ideal branded podcaster? Wow. Great question because I'm not into ideals. So I'm going to like break the box okay. again here. <laughs> um, so that, that is, that comes back to this, the individual once again, it's, mm -hmm. you know, do you under, do you have a clarity? It's really, can, do you have enough clarity that we can get clearer through the process that you signed up for the timeline that we have together? Right. And is there room for us to do that? Or are you not based in reality right now? Which is unfortunately like not uncommon where we think that we're ready and we're not, and we think we're going to hit our goals in the first month and that's unrealistic. And so spending a lot of time, you know, making sure we can get to the reality quickly of what this really is, what this process looks like, you know, having clarity around, um, what we need to do next and someone who's flexible and open to have that, that, uh, creative exchange where they can go deep with me, um, maybe more than they would on their show so that I can take that and go, all right, now I know how to serve you so that you create a show that's unique to your goals, your needs, your success, your business, your next first step, and your overall big arcing step that you're hoping to achieve when um, we do this for a few years. And someone who's in it for the long game, that's truly what it's re is required. And um, I don't know if that's necessarily ideal in terms of like, is this the idyllic perfect person? But, you know, it's packaged in many different ways. But it really is just, can you can you show up with a with a excited, open, inspired mind that's willing to really lean into who you are and your honesty with honesty and earnest earnestness? Is that a word? It is now. <laughs> it is now. <laughs> and yeah, and just willing to go on the journey because it is a journey, like you said, Larry. Yeah, and and I, I've, I've gotten a lot out of this episode. And I'm actually going to have to digest this thing for a little bit because I don't know, Sarah, you and I are going to have to have a meeting after this. Cause I'm Christina, thinking, you got me in trouble. No, 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 oh, no, 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 no. It's not in trouble at all. It's just, uh, maybe we need to look at this thing a little bit differently. So hopefully some others that are listening right now, if you're already have a podcast or you have a business or a brand, hopefully this episode is helping you look at things a little bit differently as well. Maybe looking at it from more of a creative perspective versus a structured, this is the way it's done perspective. <laughs> um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what the fallout is from this. If there is any, there may not be any. Maybe I'm going to go eat lunch here in a minute and I'll go, oh, uh, that was just all silly. I don't know. But uh, we'll, we'll, <laughs> need a Snickers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe I need a Snickers. So, but... <laughs> Before we wrap this thing up, Christina, I'm definitely going to be giving us some thought. Tell our, our listeners where people can find out more about you and, and reach out if they have any questions. 
Of course. Thank you, Larry. Um, so of course my, my complicated name that no one can pronounce is my website. So avanthousemedia.com. Um, I know, well, there we, there it is. <laughs> I can't change it now. <laughs> we'll link it in the show notes. Don't worry. Perfect. Yeah, and, uh, same thing. If you feel like you'd like to email me, I'm open to that. Uh, my last name, Barcy at avanthousemedia.com. I'm on LinkedIn under my name and or my company name. I have two pages there. And then Instagram is the Barcy. And that's everything, I think. Cool deal. Well, hey, everybody, if you are already a subscriber to this amazing show, we want to say thank you very much for tuning in each and every week. And if you're not, for whatever strange reason, do us a favor right now, smash that subscribe button on your favorite podcast platform so we can continue to bring you these episodes each and every week. Christina, thank you so much for joining us this week. And with that, I am Larry Roberts. I'm Sarah Lucy. I'll talk to you next week. Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.